0: I would like to talk to you for a few moments from the subject, celebrating Christmas. Celebrating Christmas. Today is the fourth Sunday of Advent. Can you believe it that on tomorrow we'll be celebrating Christmas? No, can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm like, tomorrow is Christmas, really? Did you get all your Christmas shopping done? Yeah? I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) But on tomorrow, we will be celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ, which took place over 2,000 years ago. In our text this morning, I'm going to focus on the 17th through the 20th verse. That's my focal text on this morning. We are going to look at the shepherds who visited Jesus at his birth. And from this visit, I believe we can learn how we should celebrate Christmas. First, we should celebrate Christmas by telling others about it. Luke 2 and 17 says, and when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. I would like for you to picture the shepherds out in the fields, keeping watch over the flock by night. Can you see it? Okay, they can see it over there. Can can y'all see it? All right, I want you all to picture this now. This night, the night was no different than any of the hundreds, even thousands of previous nights. They were doing what they had been doing every night for years and years, watching over the flock. But then suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared to them. Can you see the angel of the Lord? I want you I want you all to see this. Right. You got to use your imagination. Bring the Bible to life in your mind. Bring the story to life. They're in the field. And then the angel of the Lord just comes out and appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them. How do you think they reacted we are told that they were filled with fear. They were absolutely terrified. Nothing like this had ever happened to them or to anyone else. And so the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Christ. I suppose that by this time the shepherds were fully awakened; their minds were racing. Christ? The Lord? I have no doubt that they realized that the angel was telling them what every Jew of that day was desperately waiting for. The Christ, the anointed one, the one sent by God to deliver his people. And no doubt the shepherds would have then wondered, well, where is this baby? The angel continued and said, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger. And then as if one angel and the glory of the Lord was not enough, suddenly there was the angel, a a multitude, a multitude of angels of the heavenly host, Praising God saying glory to God in the highest. And on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Can you imagine that? I can see it. I want you all to see it. Can you imagine a choir full of angels singing? Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, my goodness. Awesome. It brings the story. It gives you a different perspective of the story when you can bring it to life, when you can imagine what actually happened. It's okay to read it. But then when you start to imagine And then just as quickly as the angels came, they were gone. And when the angels went away from them in heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Hey, let's go over to Bethlehem. We need to see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste. They hurried and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And what they saw confirmed what the angel had said to them. And so they witnessed with their very own eyes God in human form. And they they looked at Jesus. They knew that God was fulfilling his promise to his people. And they were all seeing it with their very eyes. Their Messiah had arrived. And so we are told that when they saw it, they made known the saying that has been told them concerning this child. How could they not tell others about it? They witnessed it for themselves. What faithful Jews were waiting for. We, of course, have even seen more of the story than the shepherds did. We have wrecked the record of Jesus' life, of Jesus' death, the burial, the resurrection, and the ascension into heaven. We have so much more to tell than the shepherds did. So to celebrate Christmas, we will celebrate Christmas by telling others about Jesus. Secondly, to celebrate Christmas, we should celebrate Christmas by wandering at the event itself. For Luke 2 and 18 says, And all who heard it wandered at what the shepherds told them. As the shepherds went and told people about what they had witnessed, the people wandered. In other words, they were amazed. They they marveled at it. Of course, the shepherds already had the angel's explanation of who Jesus was. Everything about the baby was a cause for amazement and wonder. People feel nostalgic about Christmas. They have wonderful memories of a particular Christian. Christmas or a particular tradition that you do, others wish they could have wonderful memories of a particular Christmas or tradition. But it seems to me that the proper way to celebrate Christmas is not to think about a particular celebration Of Christmas or a tradition associated with Christmas. The proper way to celebrate Christmas is to wander, to be amazed about the event itself. It is truly astonishing to think about how the second person of the Trinity set aside the prerogatives of deity and took upon himself human. Flesh It is astounding that Jesus is the only baby in history who has ever been born to die. You and I, we are born to live, but Jesus was born to die. It is incomprehensible how there are two natures, human. And divine in the one person of Jesus. So, first we said celebrate Christmas by telling others about it. And then we said celebrate Christmas by wondering at the event itself. Third, celebrate Christmas by pondering its meaning. Luke 2 and 19 says, but Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. So now we we look at the birth of Jesus from Mary's perspective. I am sure she wanted to know everything that happened to the shepherds. She wanted to know where they were when the angels appeared. She wanted to know exactly what the angels said. She wanted to know what the multitude of angels said when they praised God. She wanted to know everything. Pondering really goes beyond wandering. Pondering is trying to get beneath the surface. It is trying to figure out what it means. It's trying to understand how all of the pieces fit together. Pondering is work in itself. Think of what it, what it, it involved in Mary's case. It involved her memory because the scripture said but Mary treasured up." these things it involved her mind because she was pondering them it involved her affection because she pondered them in her heart so the proper way to celebrate Christmas is by pondering its meaning yes enjoy the gifts I know I'll enjoy mine. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy your friends. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the parties. This is in proper place. Those are the things we do at Christmas time. But I don't want you to forget to ponder the true meaning of Christmas. If you ponder the meaning of Christmas properly, you will discover that your love for Jesus will grow richer and deeper each Christmas. You will appreciate more and more his birth and all that it means for you. You will thank God more and more for sending his son to be born in Bethlehem so that he could live a perfect sinless life and then die to pay the penalty for our sins. So we said, And I'm repeating myself so that you will remember. So first, we said celebrate Christmas by telling others about it. Then we said celebrate Christmas by wandering at the event itself. And third, celebrate Christmas by pondering its meaning. And finally, let us celebrate Christmas by glorifying God for it. Luke 2 and 20 says, And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. I cannot imagine that the shepherds were ever the same again. Yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> <can answer> that. <laughs> that was right on point. <laughs> Their entire world has been rocked and transformed. So it is no wonder that the shepherds returned to their flocks glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. How do you glorify and praise God? The first way to glorify God is becoming a Christian. If you are not already a Christian, God is glorified when we respond to his revelation in the, in the way that he commands. He is glorified when people recognize Jesus as the son of God and savior of sinners. He is glorified when people believe that Jesus is the one who paid the penalty for sin. He is glorified. When people repent of their sins, he is glorified when people trust in Jesus alone for the gift of eternal life. We should glorify God by praising God for who God is and for what God has done in providing salvation for sinners such as ourselves. And you can do that by words, saying, thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for me. God, I want you to come into my heart. God, I want to live for you. You can sing his praises as we do in worship. You can share with others what God has done in your life. And you can also praise God by your life. Live your life in such a way that becomes a follower of Christ. Don't be ashamed to let people know that you are a Christian that you follow the teachings of Jesus. Because the Bible says, if you are ashamed of me, then I will be ashamed of you. And I'm paraphrasing, but I'll be ashamed of you to my father. So that's what Jesus said. If you are ashamed of me, then I'm going to be ashamed of you to my father. And we don't want that to happen. So we can't be ashamed. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation to those that believe Amen. so conform your life to Christ conform your life to his word conform your life to his will Jesus is standing at the door knocking to come into your heart won't you let him in as I close Remember, the best way to celebrate Christmas is by telling others about it. All other religions teach us what we must do to get to God. Christianity is the only religion that teaches us that God came to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we've got to tell others about it. We have to celebrate Christmas by wandering at the event itself. The birth of Jesus was probably a pretty ordinary birth, but everything else surrounding his conception, his his nature, his announcement, and so forth and so on was astounding. Third, we will celebrate Christmas by pondering its meaning. Think about what happened surrounding the birth of Jesus. His birth is not merely sentimental. It's worth pondering. And four, celebrate Christmas by glorifying God for it. Praise God for sending Jesus to earth. Praise him for all that his birth represents. Everyone have a blessed Christmas. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for giving us a new sight in how we should celebrate Christmas. Father, we hear this birth story every year, year after year. But God, I pray that this version will spark the flame, that people will see something different in it. That it will mean more to them, oh God. I pray that you would bless each and every person represented here. Bless their families. God, I pray that you give them what they are asking for, what they need, oh God. In the name of Jesus, strengthen each family here, God. God, we pray that you restore relationships. Mend relationship. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, those who may feel like they're alone. God, let them know that they are not alone for you promise never to leave us, never to forsake us. Strengthen them now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.